I just want to welcome you kind of to uh, a living room here that we've created. Uh, I don't know if you're in your car and you're headed home from uh, a long week or if uh, you're home and uh, the kids are home and you're trying to put this on wherever you are. Our hope is we've been thinking with the events of the last 48 hours that a Sunday just going to come soon enough. And I, we, I don't want to wait till Sunday to, to worship with friends and family. And, and with you, we've got this kind of really mandate that is on all of us. We, we, we can't gather in the way that we're so used to. Uh, th- that's okay. Uh, we, we live in an incredible day and age where uh, we're connected. Besides that, the, the power of the Spirit of the living God supernaturally connects us all over. Wherever you are watching, whatever, really, and the generation's family reaches so wide, whatever state you're in. And so our hope is if you're watching live right now, uh, we want to invite you to tell someone about this. If they're like me and they've been watching about four hours straight of the news to see what's how things developing, you need a reprieve from that. You need a break from that. And our souls need this. So text someone, let someone know. We actually have something really cool I want to show you. I want to take you over here in kind of our living room right now. We got some staff that are here and a few elders and their wives and uh, some, of the, some of us here. We've, you know, just a few of us together to be able to do this with you. But I want to show you something that's happening over here. We've got two of our, two of our pastors on staff. This is uh, Ben and Patrick. And they're actually in a place where you can, right now, you can watch what's going on. You could, you can chat with us. And we want to use this as an opportunity, one, for these guys to interact with you, uh, to pray with you, to pray over you. But uh, the whole time this is happening, we want to be offering up prayers. We want to be offering up thanksgiving. We want to be uh, telling one another just the good things that God's doing. We believe that stories are going to come out of this and that God doesn't waste anything and incredible things are going to happen. And the kingdom of God is going to advance right now because you can't cancel the kingdom of God. Let me tell you that. And so let's find out what God's doing in the kingdom. That People are ready to talk. Let me tell you, people are ready to open up right now um, like, like never before. Maybe, maybe in the history of your life, uh, this is just one of those moments. Where were you when it happened? And so we're excited about this, that we can experience it together. So uh, that's why you can't make the screen, the whole screen. It's, it's got that little chat box to the left. So we want to we wanna be praying the whole time. So they're not disinterested in what's going on, okay? That if you see them, uh, they're actually fully participating in worship by praying uh, all of us together. This is going to be the thing that kind of pulls us together right now. So we got our team, and they are ready. Uh, they're going to start to uh, sing some songs of worship, and we're going to do that for just a little bit to quiet your soul. And then I'm telling you, God's got something from his word for us. So could you just dive in right now? Lord Jesus, all across, all across the city of Tampa, in people's living rooms and uh, on their cell phones, on their tablets, some people might be stuck in an airport right now and they're just trying to get home from a long week and this has happened and we invite you into this chaos to make order of it to still our hearts, to calm us in the deepest of places. We want to gather in spirit and in truth and hope and in love. And that hasn't been canceled. And so would you reign over this moment, all over this city, all over your world. It's in your name, Jesus. We are ushering, being ushered into the Holy of Holies before the good, good Father. And it's of him that we sing. Amen. Wherever you are right now, however awkward it is, right? Join us in worship. Why don't you guys lead us? Let's do this, everybody. Audience, let's do this.
I want to invite you guys here just to sit down for a moment. I got to tell you, uh, this is this is just so different uh, for all of us here. And it's, there's something that's sweet about it. It's really good to come together and to stand in a circle. Uh, you know, many times we, we said, if you could see the room, we've got a wide shot. We can show you that right now. If you're looking at the room, uh, you know, normally we're a lot, a lot of people out here and uh, we all face this way. And it's really cool sometimes to stand in a circle and kind of confess to one another, uh, you know, God is good. God is good. And just see the tears around this circle right now is it's just what a crazy week. What a crazy ending to a week. And so I don't know where you're experiencing this right now, but we believe this. We believe this moment is a special moment, a very big moment for our church because we're not just going through something to us. There's a world event that's happening um, like unlike any other ever before. I mean, you, you can probably think of maybe where you were at on 9-11. You know, those moments where the, the whole world in some meaningful way stops and, and watches something, but this isn't a hurricane. Okay? We're not prepping for a hurricane. There's no storm that's coming. And there's no, I'm from the north. There's no snow outside. Uh, and so it's, it's a very different type of thing. But we, we all understand this, that there's, a, there's something happening. And... Um, we want to just be together as a family. And so wherever you're watching this, I hope that, uh, that you, you grab some people and you get them, get them with, with you on it and you maybe grab some family members or maybe you're going to you know, watch it later with some people because, man, uh, things have just really kind of changed on us here. I, I had different plans for tonight. I don't know about you guys, but I didn't think I was going to be, be here. My kids just got off of uh, their official spring break and I, I didn't think we'd be kind of ushered into this moment. And uh, so we've got a few things that we want to tell you, just like what what is the business of our church? Like what, how, how are we going to be community over the next few weeks and uh, live community? Maybe our hope is maybe in a, a more substantial way, a more deeply connected way because of this. God never wastes anything. So we want to tell you uh, in this video, that's why we want everyone in the church to watch this, forward it to friends. We want to make sure everyone gets this message before the weekend services so that we can all be on one page, uh, all understand what's going on. And the other thing is uh, we think that God has a message really for us. We really believe that, I mean, God's had something to say to us for every season that we are in. And uh, he's got something to us tonight to say that's just timely. And so uh, we, we also want to talk about this. I, my wife made a post this week, uh, towards the end of the week. It's probably, of all the things that have been put out there, this one just resonated so deeply with me. Uh, it had something like this, uh, relationships are not canceled, Right? Community, real true Christian community, that's not been canceled. Spending time with God. Not canceled. Can't, can't, we can't cancel that. Taking a walk. That's still, you can still go and take a walk. Uh, I'm going to do some of that. Family time. For some of us, family time has been too canceled. That's, that's now, that's, that's on the front burner. Family time has not been canceled. Sharing Jesus, sharing hope, sharing love. The power of the Holy Spirit in your life and our lives, that has not been canceled. Here's something else. Doing baptisms at church. Okay, that's not canceled. If more than I, th I think 250 people or whatever the whatever the current law is, uh, we we we'll figure that out. You know, if it's only 50 people, we'll just baptize 50 people at a time. Okay, the kingdom of God, we believe, during this season is going to advance. I imagine there are some really cool things that, uh, although this is tragic and scary for for many uh, people that even attend our church, there's some things that could come from this. Can you stop and think just for a minute about what the margin? that could be put in your life over the next couple of weeks could be. 
Maybe you could grow closer with your neighbors on a deeper level. I mean, I'm experiencing this right now. People are more open than ever to talk. I mean, people are just ready to have a conversation right now. If we could slow down just a little bit, uh, they don't, what's crazy is people don't even want to talk about the virus. There's enough talk about that. Uh, there's other things that they're finally ready to talk about. And we could be ready for that. Imagine just sitting with your family and your kids and uh, doing church as a family. Uh, that's, that's actually something that's real important to us. So uh, we've got a whole uh, new part of our website that we have put up quickly for this. If you go to generationcc.com and log on, there's some tools that we think are going to help us walk through this experience uh, and actually gain traction for the sake of the gospel through this experience. Uh, one of those things that's a tools for the season is some of our, our, our kids' experiences. Kids are, they don't know what's going on and they sense tension, right? Kids sense tension. tension, And they're hearing like part of it and they're, they're, they're making their own reality. So you're gonna have an opportunity to engage your kids and talk about probably some serious things and, and fear. And so uh, we have created some Bible studies for the family to do together. A matter of fact, the teaching that we're going to be doing over the next couple of weeks in our online church is going to mirror right up with what the kids are doing. So mom and dad, you're not going to have a question and be like, well, I don't even know anything about that because you're, you're going to be a couple steps in front of them. And so there's some kids links on there, some things that help you talk to your kids about fear and anxiety. Um, there's also some tutorials on there. Like we're, we are saying that small groups, uh, they're not canceled, but we're changing the way we're doing them. And some of you are like, I don't know how to host an online small group. You can join an online small group if you're not in one right now, and you can move your small group that meets on campus or off campus to an online small group. We actually have a tutorial for you, everyone. It's, it's really easy. I watched it today. Uh, Kathleen and Tabitha and uh, Nicole. Nicole was on there, and they're like, here's how you do it, and they just walk you through it. And so you're able to, to be able to do that. So we've got that that's on there. And then here's something that's really amazing. Uh, we actually have a message board. I love this. This is an opportunity right now for us to get out and be the church. So on this message board, uh, someone can log on. They put their name, their basic contact information, and it's going to come to the church. And this would be if you know someone, uh, that you, if you are someone that needs help, maybe you're a widow or you're a single parent, there's something that you didn't get when everyone else had time to go out and get it. And you, we want to be the church in the season. If you have a need, we want to know about it. And we're going to do our best to simply go out and be the church. And so that, that message board, that need prayer board is right there on that main page. When you go to our website, the first link that you're going to see is online community. And you can click on that and you can watch this service later with friends. You can watch a weekend service, past services, and you can see all of the tools. One of the things I'm most excited about that's on there is uh, we've quickly put uh, a, how to connect with your neighbor how to connect with a coworker or someone and have kind of a next level conversation. I mean, we all know like that awkward moment when someone, you know, they, they start to talk about something really, really deep and you don't feel prepared and your heart wants to be there for them, but you, you, you just don't know the words. You're, you don't feel equipped. And so uh, our, our team, our adult ministries team has put together kind of a quick tutorial. Anyone can do it. Um, so that resource is gonna be there. Basically, we feel like there is opportunity for the gospel right now. So we're real excited about some of these tools so click on online community. But God has something for our hearts right now. Uh, there really is a blueprint. Like what's the blueprint for uh, things in the world just got chaotic and uh, things are going a little bit crazy. Uh, I know it's a weird season, but uh, there is a blueprint. A dear friend of mine texted me just this morning 
And he said, you know, we, we, were, we bought a house because we're gonna move in and things are going great. And this morning he woke up and he said, I've got, I've got two mortgages and the three clients that I had all canceled on me. And we just don't know what tomorrow looks like. There is a storm that's actually in front of us right now. And uh, the book of Acts has a verse that has come to my heart this week that describes the church that I wanna be a part of that I think we are a part of right now. I love this verse that describes the church in the book of Acts. It says, all believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of their possessions were their own, but they shared everything they had. I mean, this early church had no sanctuary or place that had a thousand seats. And we know we've done the, we've done the, you know, the dig, the archaeological evidence shows that there's no first century dwelling of that time that the church owned that a thousand people could come to at one time and have church. Yet there's this beautiful description of the church. But there's even something better than that for us right now as a word from God. There's a moment in the book of Revelation where Jesus actually has something to say to the church. He wrote a letter to seven specific churches that, like this not not make believe land like real cities where real churches were were going about their business and Jesus said hey can I just peer in right now and just talk to you for a little bit about what you're doing good and what I'm I'm mad about when Jesus he literally got mad about some things that they were doing, but he had some things that they were doing great. He's like, I wanna compliment you on this, but I wanna tell you, here's some things you need to work on. This is stuff that, like, we've got this pause in our life right now. We need to hear this. And, and plus, it's, it's, it's the book of Revelation. A lot of people are interested in it, and uh, we don't talk enough from it. So I wanna take you to Revelation chapter two and three. If you just turn there, it's at the very end of your Bible. There, there's a few church names, and you might, I don't know that city. Some of them you might know, but here are some of the things that Jesus said. You're nailing this. He said this to the church in Ephesus. He said, you, you tested false prophets, and you, you kicked them out of your midst. There's some false prophets teaching things that were not true. And they figured it out and they're like, hey, that's not good. And Jesus, Jesus said, you gotta know how to do that. You gotta know when people are teaching things that are not true. Then he said this to them. He said, you guys endured hardship. I'm so glad that you've endured hardship. That's awesome. And he said, you'd not grown weary. Other people had gotten tired. And Jesus said, you didn't get, grow weary. The, the church, uh, and I'm just gonna start changing, changing the name. I think this is a, a letter to our church. I'm gonna say the church of generations. Next church, Church of Generations. Here's what he said. You didn't turn against me even when the whole city did. And Jesus said, man, that's great. That's, that's what I'm talking, that was great. The, the next church, he says this. He said, you know, you were growing. You, there was, you, 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 you were growing in good things. You, you, the, the, who you used to be isn't who you are now. And, and there's growth here. Here's a church name you know. This is the Church of Philadelphia. He said this. They did not deny the name of Jesus, and he said they endured patiently. And Jesus writes this letter. He tells John, who's caught up in a vision, he says, here's some things about these churches that I want to talk to them about. I want you guys to know some good things. But then Jesus says, but I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm angry. I'm mad about some stuff that's happening. And I think this is a word for us right now. And we stop and we're saying, what is church going to look like? We spend time here, we worship here, we come and we, we give here, we volunteer here, we've got meaningful relationships here. It's a moment to kind of stop and say, man, what would Jesus have to say to us? He has something to say to us. Here are some things that Jesus was upset about with these churches, and, and I would dare to say we need to look in the mirror ourselves at times. Right now would be a good time. He says this to the first church. He says, you've forgotten, you've forgotten your first love. 
I mean, of all the things that Jesus ever said that could break our hearts, if Jesus were to look at us as a church and say, hey, all this other programs you did, and this program was great, and a lot of people liked that, they didn't like that, but they, that, that was good, you know? But man, you forgot about me. That, that would be crushing to, to stand there and look Jesus in the eye and see him say to us, well, you forgot about the main thing, which was me. He said that to a church thought this was telling to the very next church. He said, you have followed fake gods and practiced the things that they were teaching. I mean, hard things, the, the killing of children. That's, that's, that's the thing that was happening. And they, some people were following that. Adultery and sexuality in ways that God did not ordain as, as holy before him. And he said, you, as a church, you've been like, yeah, that's not that big of a deal. And Jesus says, I'm against this. This made him very, very angry. And at this moment in our nation and in our history, and for all of us as the church in the world, maybe we need to step up and say, what are the things that God got mad at that we've been tolerating or letting go by? And he has a message for us. And he says, I'm, I'm against that. I'm mad about that. The church of Sardis, a very real church, he said this to them. He said, you have a reputation of being alive, but you are dead. And that... That one warning just stopped me in my tracks. I, mean, I hear people all the time say, oh man, it's so great that, that maybe generations are doing that or that church is alive or that church is alive. And Jesus said here, there are some churches that think that there are, they have a reputation of being alive and it looks like on Instagram or Facebook or all the things that we work hard about to tell people we're alive, Jesus says, it looks like you're alive, but I know that you're actually dead. And he said, I'm mad about that. I'm, I'm coming against that. Of all of the things that Jesus had to say to all of the churches in this incredible text, the, the, the last church, the church of Laodicea, is probably the, the most difficult thing that Jesus said. And this is probably something that you know. It's probably something that you've heard before. And you're like, oh, that's where that's at. I'm just going to read it for you exactly. Revelation chapter 3 is where this is. Verses 15 through 17, he says this to the church of Laodicea. And maybe at times to us. He says, I know your deeds. You're neither hot, you're neither cold first, nor hot. I wish you were either one or the other. So because you're lukewarm, you're neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. You say I am rich. I've acquired wealth and do not need a thing, but you do not realize that you are a wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked church. Of all the things that are happening right now and the, really the, the chaos, and we, we don't know what the weeks ahead are to bring. Uh, we, don't, we don't know what's gonna happen, but Jesus has a message for the church. We don't have to wonder like what's on his heart. There are things that he looks and he sees and he says, I'm glad that you endure. I'm glad that you don't forsake my name. I'm glad that you are growing. I, I'm, I'm glad about a lot of things, but there are some things that when Jesus looks at the bride and and the church and what it is in the world today he says these things we cannot be these things make him very very mad i love that i love that in this text one of the most famous pictures and it was in my grandma's house a literal picture one of the most famous pictures of jesus that someone ever like took from the words of god's word and said i'm going to draw this is right after this of all of these like there's this pep up talk from jesus but then there's this stern warning against churches like don't be this Right after that comes this picture that hung in my grandma Pat's house. Revelation chapter three, verse 20. You, when I read it, you're gonna say, I know that picture. He says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. 
If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and him with me. I've been thinking this week about all of the things that they're canceling. You know, baseball and, and hockey and, and the PGA, all, this, all the things they're, they're canceling. Like your sports ticker probably looks completely empty. And now they're talking about possibly canceling the Summer Olympics. And I think about these athletes. I, every time the Olympics are on, I watch this with great amazement. And it, it really bothers me, honestly. Um, you know, like these guys work for four years. I mean, the Olympics only come every four years and they are working. They're having, they're having no desserts for four years. They're waking up at ridiculously early hours for four years. They are training. They are away from family. They, I mean, they are pouring their lives out for four long years of training. And they finally get there and they've got the sponsors. And, you know, they've been in Olympic Village and all the hype of the Olympics. And it's all built up. And I feel the tension. I feel the money on the line. I see the parents who have, like, been with these kids from Junior Olympics and all the way through. And all of the anticipation and effort and dollars that's riding on this one event. And then I just go through some of the events and do you know how quick these events are over? Like they go down a bobsled, it's like one minute, like four years of working and it's over like one minute, you didn't pass, go home. One, one swimming lap, one quick, one dive, right? One curl, one, one throw of the disc and it's, it's over like one 40 yard dash, four years, done. All of that working out, all of that prep, all of that energy, all of that, we're gonna get in the game, we're gonna get in, and it's done. Like, I would wanna play a sport that had like a four-hour match. Like, I want, like, I want some time to like make a comeback. Here's, unfortunately, I think what's happening and what has happened in the church. This is a, a letter from Jesus to us, and we have been, at times, we have been working out and working out. We've been taking Bible study after Bible study, class after class, sermon after sermon, new worship song after new worship song. All songs about what Jesus is going to do for me. And we eat, and we eat, and we train, and we train, and we train. And then, like, our game time, like, when we get, when we get in the game, it's like 50 seconds long. You know, like, God bless you at Christmas or something. Like, that's our game time. All that energy, all that effort, all that knowledge that we have, all of that for like, for like what, I, what Jesus is saying here is be the church. Be the church. Get in the game. We've been, we've been training and training and training. We've got, we've got stadiums full of people. And, and for the first time in the history of maybe like, Maybe America. I mean, I don't even know what's happening right now. And this is, this is unprecedented what's happening. Like I'm standing on the edge of history. And I'm saying for the first time, maybe like in the history of since the church was started in Acts chapter two and the Holy Spirit lit the flame of the church for the first time ever. Like we're not gonna come together on the first day of the week and do it the same way. We have a chance to just go and be the church. You've been training. Church, you've been training. Don't put in 50 seconds. Don't put in one minute. Like, let's put, this is our, this is our time. I think that 
All, all of heaven right now, they are standing at the gates and they are looking out and they're like, man, if I was alive right now, what an opportunity. Everyone's heart's ready to hear. Everyone's ready to have a significant conversation. People are ready. Your neighbors are ready. The world is ready. Let's be the church. I'm sad that this is happening. I don't know what tomorrow brings. I don't know if it's two weeks long. I don't know if everything is going to change. I don't know when Jesus will come back. I don't know if this is the end time. And none of that matters. Here is what matters. Be the church. You are God's plan for your street. You are God's plan for the people next door to you. We are the people of God and we have the power of God in us. The power to turn mourning into dancing. Fear into love, despair into peace, bones into life, active, walking around people, disciples who make disciples. I'm not excited about coronavirus. I'm, I'm praying that God would move in a mighty way and we would have a cure to this. But, but I am always excited about opportunity to share the real answer. And more than a vaccine to save people from physical death, our world needs Jesus to save people from eternity away from him. So let's be the church. And we're gonna sing. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna just kind of shake the walls. And there's not a lot of people in here, but the church is out there. And lost people are out there. And we have an opportunity. So we're asking that you would share this. That you would share this message for our church with friends, with people that don't know, with people who are over church and they're, they've, they've been around, they're kind of, I'm done with church, but come back and be a part of what's happening because God is on the move. Let's not be training for years and years and years and miss out on the game. Let's be the church. Can we just sing that song one more time before we log off and you go to make dinner and you go on with Friday night and you go to post this and give it to someone. Let's shake the walls one more time with this song. Let's do it.
dear friends, make sure I got this on here. And if you've been watching live with this, then uh, man, man, thanks for coming together. This is it's a new thing. Um, what, what an opportunity that we really believe that we have an opportunity right now uh, to, to see incredible advancing in the kingdom of God. And so our prayer is that uh, we're gonna make this available for replay like right away. We don't, we don't think that uh, we have to wait till Sunday to, to have church. We, we, we need to have church right now. And uh, I hope that whatever space you're in right now, that uh, God is moving in your life in a powerful way. And uh, you're, you're ready to be the church wherever you are at. I can only be where I am. You be where you are. If we're all doing that, man, God is gonna do great stuff. So share, share this. Uh, it'll be available for replay. And uh, man, we are so excited for this coming weekend. Uh, regular service times, we're going to be, you know, air, airing live, 9, 11, and, and, and 5 o'clock. And so don't forsake uh, the assembly. Paul says, don't miss out. We're still gathering. We're, gra- we're gathering in unity. We're gathering in truth. We're gathering in hope. And we're not together physically. Our God is bigger than that. He is dispatching angels. He, he is dispatching people. He is dispatching plans. He's not worried about, are we all standing next to one another? He's got that. And so let's come together this weekend and let's get pumped up. We're gonna circle around God's word. He's gonna do something significant there. But in the meantime, uh, let's be the church. We love you. God bless.